Sheila Agnew McCoy is an author, speaker, and personal trainer who specializes in senior and women's fitness and corrective exercise. She caught my eye on social media because of her awesome content, the bits of wisdom she shares often during or after her daily walk, and just the name of her handle, Sheila's Amazing Aging. Sheila has been a fitness advocate for over 19 years, and she is passionate about teaching physical fitness, healthy lifestyles, and life balance applications to active adults. In fact, she has personal training certifications from the National Association for Sports Medicine, and she is Silver Sneaker certified. But she's not new to this game. Sheila has been inspiring men and women through health and fitness coaching, inspirational books, workshops, seminars, and self-development programs since 1999. She has a very active Facebook community called Lifestyle Fitness for Active Adults. So if you want fitness inspiration, food recipes, health information, and daily workout tips, go check out her Facebook group. She's also the author of two inspirational books. One is All About the Vets, a sharing of life experience for women over 40. And she's talking about the vets of life, by the way. She wrote the book because she was meeting people who weren't too happy about the changes they were experiencing with aging, such as gray hair, the changes in their appearance and in their bodies, and just not feeling worthy. She is also the author of Dear Blank, Are You Missing Your Calling? Prior to the fitness industry, Sheila worked in corporate human resources, and she was a successful entrepreneur in the events industry. She had a retail party store to be exact. She was definitely ahead of her game on that one. Check out this episode of the Age Has No Limit podcast to learn why she became a personal trainer at 65 years old, about her work as a commercial print model and actress, and the funny story behind that event she managed for Muhammad Ali's business manager. While you're listening, don't forget to subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can also download this episode or share it with a friend. Thanks again for listening to the Age Has No Limit podcast. It's the Age Has No Limit podcast. We're here to show and prove that your age shouldn't prevent you from designing and living the life you want. I'm your host, Patrice Davis. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Age Has No Limit podcast. And I am joined by Sheila from Sheila's Amazing Aging. Sheila, I am so thankful that you've um, spent some time. You're going to be spending some time with us. And one of the first things I want to know about you, Sheila, is where you're from. Um, seems like a very you know, basic question to ask, but I think it's always great to get a really good fun, you know, foundation of who you are. And one of the ways to do that is to find out where you're from. Well, I am originally from Chicago, Illinois, and I have been in Atlanta for 14, 13 years. Mm, okay. Okay. 13 years. Um, and um, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually also in Atlanta. So one of these days I'll probably run into Sheila. So sure. Sheila, yeah. <laughs> one of the reasons um, I you caught my eye and I reached out and I wanted to really get to introduce you to the Age Has No Limit podcast um, listeners is because um, you are doing something that not a lot of people are currently doing on Instagram. And that is really, you know, being bold about the fact that you are aging, aging gracefully, aging in good health. In fact, 
um, as a, you know, the name of your Instagram name, your Instagram name is, is Sheila's Amazing Aging. And I read that you happen to be showing fellow church members, you know, around some of the equipment at a gym. And one of the per personal uh, trainers at the gym suggested that you should become a trainer for um, persons that are aging. So tell us a little bit about, tell us that story and how you actually started being a personal trainer. Well, thank you for asking. Actually, I've been uh, an advocate of health and fitness most of my adult life. Mm -hmm. And so years ago, I actually used to travel for a company I worked for. And I would go to the gym and I really, you know, felt a little embarrassed because I didn't know how to do most of the things that were in the gym except get on the treadmill. <laughs> uh, so I had an interest in doing other things. So I did get a trainer for a year. Uh, maybe 20 years ago. And from that time, I've just, wherever I go, I find a gym. If I live somewhere, I find a gym close. So I started at the gym, which is in Fayetteville, Georgia. And some of my church members were asking me because they knew I was into health and fitness. And I would invite them to the gym and show them around. And one of the young trainers there, he said, you know what, uh, you would be good for a senior fitness uh, trainer. You should consider it. And I had never considered it, <laughs> but I had been an advocate of, uh, I've written a book about women over 40, and I just finished a program So uh, with uh, working with a company for women over 40. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was a good fit because I enjoyed working out. I had just moved. Well, I hadn't just moved to Atlanta, but I was still trying to find my way. And I decided that it was would be something that I would do. But I also um, recognized that there was a gap in mm -hmm. training for older adults. Mm -hmm. And when I say a gap, I mean, uh, people tended to, tr I saw people training older adults the same way they would train mm -hmm. someone 20 or 30. And that really works for some people, but mm -hmm. it doesn't work for most older adults, particularly because either they hadn't been in, in the gym in a long time mm. or they had never been in a gym, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, I thought I, I wanted to focus on senior and women's uh, fitness, and that's what I did. Uh, my specialties are uh, in senior fitness and women's fitness and corrective exercise. Um, so that's how I got involved in it, and I love it. Well, it's so interesting. I'm glad you provided us the, the full story because one of the things that we want everyone to hear that's hearing us to know is that you became a personal trainer at age 65. Um, yeah. And so, you know, if you had any fears, what were some of the biggest fears about, um, well, not necessarily your fears, but what about your clients' fears? Did your clients, what are some of the common fears uh, that you were hearing from some of your clients? Well, well, first of all, let me say that, yes, um, I never thought about the fact that I was 65 becoming mm -hmm. a personal trainer. It was just my personality that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it fit with the aging process. Mm -hmm. But uh, most of my clients, they basically fear the, the biggest fear with, cli with clients is they can't do it or they mm -hmm. can't keep up or they will fall because some of my clients have had surgeries like mm -hmm. knee replacements, hip replacements and things of that sort. So basically they needed more motivation mm -hmm. than anything so that they could feel. And then you go to a gym and you see all these people doing these things that you don't believe you could do. And so the thing that they needed more than anything 
is motivation. They need someone to inspire them. So once they're inspired, they're going to come to the gym whether I'm their trainer or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have had that situation happen where I've had to leave because recently I've had caregiver for my mother-in-law, caregiver for my mom. And uh, I don't, I'm not in the gym per se now because it's hard to leave your clients, but they still want to stay on. Once they get over that fear, it's okay. They yeah. Can do it. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. That they actually get started. And like you said, get over that first hump. Um, you know, I know we talked a bit about, we started out talking about, you know, your work as a personal trainer, but Sheila's amazing aging is about so much more than that. Um, so I know we have spoken, at least we started speaking to you about your work as a personal trainer. Um, but one of the things I want all of our listeners to know is that Sheila does a lot more than that. She is a commercial print model. Uh, She is an actress and she's a published author. As she said earlier, she's published a book about um, for women over 40. So if you can tell us the name of that book, I think that'll be great. So that if anyone wants to go pick it up, they can certainly go ahead and do that. Sure. Let me say this, that my, um, my work with aging did not start with social media. Mm -hmm. And I've actually, uh, been thinking of I've actually been talking about aging for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a book in 2007 um and it's called All About the Best, The Veterans of Life, mm-hmm. a sharing of uh life experiences for women of honor and uh, women of honor of women who have aged, who have gone through various experiences, who have succeeded in spite of change and in spite of age and in spite of challenges. So I started doing that because I I would come across women in my work with women's programs and they were having difficulties with aging. It was either uh, with their job or some people had trouble with gray hair. They weren't feeling like they were worthy and, you know, with their appearance and things of that sort. So I felt like women needed someone to speak to them. Mm-hmm. And it's not just women, it's men too, because men actually like the book too. But it's a, a, it was a start for me, my first book. I self-published it. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to talk about women. I wanted to talk about aging. So mm-hmm. not just fitness, but I'm, I'm mental, emotional, and spiritual. Mm-hmm. And the different phases that we go through, whether it's financial, with retirement, and all those things. So it's not a big book. It's a small book, but it's still available on Amazon. You can get it. You can read a sample of it in Kindle. And then my second book I published in 2013 uh, was more about purpose mm-hmm. and um, calling. Mm-hmm. And it's called Dear Blank, Little Blank. Mm-hmm. Are you missing your college? So if you if you feel like it, you could put your name in that blank. Mm-hmm. And that was about purpose and calling. Again, on Amazon. Kindle, you can uh, get it on Kindle. Most of that, sometimes you can get it free. It depends on how Kindle is work. But you can at least get a sample, see how you like it. If you like it, then you can purchase it. But yeah. it's all focused on the aging process. And that's what I'm I'm really more about than just one thing. Mm-hmm. The things that you mentioned with uh, commercial modeling and acting, you know, it's I do done independent things Mm -hmm. as well as the personal trainer all started at the age of 60. Once I got 60, those are things that I did at 60. 
Mm-hmm. They weren't things. I, I became an author in my 50s, but in 60s, I started all those things. So I wanted to show women and men that they could do things. They don't have to stop. Mm-hmm. I'll be 73 in a couple of weeks, yes. but you don't have to stop. Uh, and people are beginning to see that more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And whether it's education, whatever it is, even if you have a diagnosis, mm-hmm. you still don't have to stop. You can keep going. Mm, I like that. I like that so much. So there, it, there are a number of things. Number one, part of the reason I started the podcast was to feature people who are aging and living fully. Those are maybe even re- redesigning their lives. Maybe they kind of were humming along for maybe the first 40 years of their lives and realized, hey, there are some things that I want to accomplish. Um, and as you said, they could even have a diagnosis. And they, you know, hopefully with this podcast and the things that you're doing, more and more people are realizing that aging is not what we perceived it to be when we were younger. It is many of us are living longer. We're living healthier. We're much more active. So I really, really appreciate you being a really good um, example for those, for those yeah, of us who need that example. Uh, I appreciate that because more, it, before we were living based on what other people told us we should do. Mm-hmm. If they said we should wear a certain thing, if we be after we became a certain age, then we, you know, that's what we thought. Mm-hmm. But my process is 5% of women should not be telling 95% of women what mm-hmm. to do, what mm-hmm. to wear. And it, it, it's a dangerous thing, particularly when it comes to things like medicine. You can't mm-hmm. take, uh, if I, which I'm a breast cancer survivor, mm-hmm. you can't take what I have with someone who might be 25 and Caucasian or whatever. So it has to be, uh, we have to make a stop at some point and we have to grow beyond what society tells us we should do. And all I would say, uh, I define how I age. That's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can define Mm -hmm. how you want to age. Mm -hmm. Uh, And here's another thing. Some people find their purpose when they're a child. Mm. Some people don't find their purpose until they're 40, 50, or 60, and sometimes 70. The thing about it is purpose doesn't have an age limit. Oprah Winfrey may have found her purpose when she was five, Mm -hmm. but someone else, me, I might not find mine. I'm I'm always reinventing myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I might be doing something else three, four years from now. I'm open to that because as long as the wheel keeps turning, as long as it's spinning, I'm going to ride on it. I love it. There we go. Uh, I love it. Thank you. Um, that's, that's, I, I, that is something that I believe in wholeheartedly, um, wholeheartedly. And I think, I don't know if it's because I'm now in this age where number one, I've never been one person. I, I've never been a person that said, okay, well, I'm going to conform to what society says. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I'm not surprised that I'm really trying to um, motivate others to think beyond the box, think outside the box. And that box could be our perception of what an, uh, a person who is aging should live like, how they should look. And as you said, how they should dress. Uh, and there are a lot of these made up rules that a lot of us are living by that we don't need to live by. And you were an excellent example of that. Now, I remember you shared once that you believe God sent you to be a helpmate, to motivate and inspire people. Um, And I definitely agree because one of the things I like about your Instagram channel, I don't know where else um, you are doing this work, is that you'll walk up to a camera and you will share certain truisms, right? And just wisdom tinged sayings. Um, And you can tell that these are many coming directly from you. 
And, uh, and many of them I hadn't considered before. So you definitely have something to share with the world. And so my question is, when did you realize you were good at motivating other people? Well, I could say probably I, I've been doing it for a long time, but actually realizing it, maybe I would say maybe about 40, mid, mid to late 40s. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll tell you what happened, mm -hmm. which made me, it was like a bell that went off. Mm -hmm. I was featured in a magazine in 1999, along mm -hmm. with 10 other women. Mm -hmm. And it was about aging and mm -hmm. uh, fitness and things of that sort. And I did not not know the magazine had come out. Mm -hmm. And I was here in Atlanta. I still lived in Chicago at the time. And I was here in Atlanta helping a friend uh, mm -hmm. coordinate a wedding. Mm -hmm. And I walked into the flower shop. And the young lady, I kid you not, I've never been in this flower shop before. She said, aren't you Sheila? Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, do I know you? She said, no, but I saw you in this magazine. She pulled out the magazine mm -hmm. and she was inspired. It was a young lady too. And she was inspired by that. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote the book and I saw how people were sending me letters and notes, much, much of which I still have to say that they were inspired by that. Mm -hmm. So that's how I said that um, God sent me as a helpmate. Mm -hmm. And uh, prior to that, I, I would do things and I thought, well, I'm reinventing myself. And I, I do still think that. But I think that it was the hand of God as mm -hmm. opposed to just me. Because I prior to doing this, I spent over 30 years in special events and, mm -hmm. and um, decorating and special event design, event management and things of that management and things of that sort. Mm -hmm. So you could turn around, you could do things, but everything you do comes full circle everything you do it you could it's going to fit into whatever else you may do in life so mm -hmm. yeah so and i'm glad you touched on that um because i know and i intentionally sometimes don't ask people about their careers because we are so much more than our careers or the previous mm -hmm. careers that we had um so i believe you said that you worked in special events you mind telling us a little bit about that and you know, my second question to that, is that a career that you wanted or were you somehow, you know, shifted or encouraged to go into? In other words, was that your decision purely or something you think you did because society said you should do it? Well, actually, mm -hmm. not, mm -hmm. nothing that I've done, I don't think, was something <laughs> that I said that I would do. The mm -hmm. only thing that I could say that I have done is when I was a teenager, mm -hmm. I always thought I wanted to own a business. Mm -hmm. And that's the only thing. I didn't know what kind of business. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to own a business. Mm -hmm. But other than that, everything that I have done, I have never thought. To make a long story short, I worked in corporate HR for 12, 13 years prior to going to my own business, which was a retail party supply store. Hmm. I did not know and not think about or anything. I thought I was going to open up a beauty supply store. <laughs> and the guy that I went and looked in to rent a facility of a, a, a space at, he said, I don't know why you want to open up a beauty supply store. I was so mad at him. Mm -hmm, <laughs> I mm -hmm. had started a business plan and everything. He said, you should do something different. Um, mm -hmm. Why don't you do a Hallmark store or something like that? And I was so mad at that guy. But I <laughs> thank him to this day yeah. because 
the within a week, I had switched everything around. I did not get a homeless store, but I opened up a party supply store mm -hmm. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. But that led to me decorating. That led to all the things that people would ask me to do. I would say yes, but I had never done them before. But I became a premier bloom decorator in Chicago. Then I started event planning. So all this was my own company. But I kept elevating uh, myself based mm -hmm. on my customers. Mm -hmm. But I never thought I would. I didn't even know how to inflate a bloom. <laughs> I wanted to become a, a premier bloom decorator yeah. and training other people. And some of the people that I trained have mm -hmm. now made that their business. Mm -hmm. But I went on to design stages mm -hmm. and plan events and all of that. Uh, I've done women's events and women's programs and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And one day I just got tired. I got burned out, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, so therefore I went into uh, still, I still do functions and workshops and all that, but I'm in a different thing. Uh, you know, I can't explain it, but I never thought, I never said, well, you know what? I want to be a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. you, know? Yeah. you know what? I wanted to, I, I never said all of those things. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, isn't it strange how we can have goals and we can have dreams and we can have passions. Mm -hmm. But what my passion has always been mm -hmm. is that I knew that I wanted to speak to people. I knew that I wanted to touch someone's heart. So mm -hmm. that's my passion and whatever that leads me to I'm good with that you know yes yes so basically the undercurrent of everything is the fact that you wanted to touch people you wanted to be able to right. as you said yeah that is interesting what I like is that you are always willing to pivot and you've pivoted, pivoted quite a bit um and uh you know from you know, as you said you know corporate HR to um, deciding to start your own business, went from a beauty supply store, which I, I'm a, I'm thinking you must not have bought like um, inventory and all those things, right? No, and I had not. I was I was I had written a business plan, mm -hmm. and I had uh, was looking for a space, mm -hmm. but the business plan I had not even submitted to, because I was submitting for an SBA loan, mm -hmm. and. Um, Within after I thought about that, within two weeks, I had switched the whole business plan to a party supply store, took it to a bank, got an SBA loan within six weeks, which at that time was a record time for that bank. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh wow, mm -hmm. you know, there there I was, and fortunately in college. Uh, I had that was a class I took. The whole class was writing a business plan. So mm -hmm. I took that whole class and put it into my business. Mm -hmm. And I, I worked with a consultant at the SBA mm -hmm. because back in those days, you didn't have all the different people and mm -hmm. mentors mm -hmm. and all that that you have now. So that was my go to. Mm -hmm. And um, so you you don't have to. I don't think you have to say that, okay, well, I'm going to be a doctor, or I'm going to be a lawyer, or I'm going to be a store clerk or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. I think you just have to have that, you have to have that passion. Mm -hmm. If you have a passion, you can kind of fit into different things because you could say you want to be something and you get there and this is totally not what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that everything that I have done, I've enjoyed it. And, yeah. and I try to do the best that I can at whatever I can, at whatever is, I'm, you know, doing. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really good reminder um, for those of us, people like me, 
who, um, you know, we have our goals, we say we want to do X, um, and then we pursue X, right? And so it all becomes, you know, constant pursuit. But I, you know, what you said has helped me understand truly that sometimes if there is that undercurrent, and that's the word I, I keep going back to, of passion, um, it's, you're going to almost be steered into whatever good opportunity is going to present itself, right? So if you have a passion for, you know, let's say, starting your business, you're not married to having a beauty supply store. You were married to or you were interested in starting a business. It right. just turns out that you were open, though, to other ideas. And as a result, you were able to pivot to the type of business you wanted, get the funding you needed, which is very interested in record in record time in six weeks. And then you were successful at it. And you were able to actually grow in that business. So um, that is, uh, that's very, I, I, I like, you know, I love it. I love hearing uh, things like that. And um, it's a reminder for folks like me that you don't have to plan everything. Sometimes there is already plan created for you. You just and, have to know. You brought up a good point. Yes. Because you said that you don't have to, you don't have to be planted in that particular space. Yes. Um, and like I said, I never even inflated a bloom. Mm -hmm. But someone came to me and said, you know what? Would you decorate? As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. the person who came to me and asked me that, mm -hmm. uh, just I hadn't even opened the store yet, but she was in, I was introduced to her and the person told her that I was doing that. And mm -hmm. she said, well, you know, Muhammad Ali is doing a roast for mm -hmm. his ex-business manager. Mm -hmm. And um, would you come and do some balloons? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, it was a hot mess. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I did it. And mm -hmm. uh, I always, when I see her, Fitra Muhammad, and when I see her, mm -hmm. I always tell her, you're the one that got me started in yeah. bloom decorating because I could not do, I, that was blooms in the ceiling and everything. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it, the point <laughs> is that I tried. Yes. And so, like you said, I pivot. I did a pivot mm -hmm. into. I thought I was just gonna have a party supply store, and people can come buy come buy a card, and mm -hmm. I'll just blow up a balloon and give them a balloon. Mm -hmm. And then I wind up, you know, doing all kind of all over the country, really. <laughs> so you're telling me that are you doing? Are you saying you did all of this before Party City became this big company that we're aware, we are all aware of now? Let me tell you the story about that. Mm -hmm. Party City mm -hmm. and I were doing the same. I think I might have both of them a little bit before them. We're mm -hmm. doing the same kind of mm -hmm. thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so that is the honest to goodness truth. If you look mm -hmm. at the history of it, mm -hmm. we were in business around the same time. Mm -hmm. But different people have different directions and different mm -hmm. people go different places. So mm -hmm. uh, they actually uh, sold that to a big party, so uh, a, a store that did party goods. Mm. So it was actually sold to that. So that's how they became that big. So it's just uh, strategically, they did a strategic plan and it worked. But mm. yeah, we actually started our business around the same time. Mm. I think I was 85, they may have been 86. Mm. But the concept mm -hmm. was pretty much the same. I'm not sure if they did the decorating, but the mm -hmm. concept was the same. Mm -hmm. Interesting, mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so what are you doing now? Um, so we can find out a little bit more and I do have a few other questions as it relates to what you're doing now. We know you're a personal trainer um, and it sounds like you're doing some other work um, as well. So if you can please share with our audience what, what you're doing now, because um, as you said, uh, you're going with the flow. Yes. Well, let me just say this. I do. You, you mentioned earlier whether I'm doing something in other arenas than I do. Mm -hmm. I actually have a Facebook group, Lifestyle mm -hmm. Fitness for Active Adults. Mm -hmm. And there I do conversations. I have workouts and I actually have a business play, page on Facebook, which is also Sheila's Fit 50 Plus. So really, I'm in a different arenas. Mm -hmm. But my focus right now is actually... Uh, I, I will call it ministering to, mm -hmm. to uh, women and men, but mm -hmm. about health and fitness. So mm -hmm. I want to be an advocate. Mm -hmm. And when I say be an advocate, I want to go around and speak to people and encourage people and inspire people, because I think that once people are inspired, they will start to get to work. Mm -hmm. I can't I think I mentioned to you earlier when we were talking that I just did a program in um, a women's retreat in mm -hmm. Montego Bay. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you that some of the women have come back and they have messaged me or they have, have joined me on Facebook and they say, because I heard you, I am going, I'm, I'm rethinking what I'm mm -hmm. doing. I'm going to start doing this. Mm -hmm. And because I heard you, I never even thought about aging. So mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing that I want to be able to uh, do. I want to be able to put that into minds of people. And if I could personally help them move to that level, that's fine. So I'm having, I, right now I'm working on different programs mm -hmm. uh, for YouTube as well as other media uh, to have programs where people will come out and learn how to start, how to stick, and how to stay. Yeah. And so for those of you who are listening, uh, please check out Sheila at Sheila's Amazing Aging. You can find her on Instagram. As she said, she also has a Facebook group where she's sharing a lot of information. I've only seen the Instagram. And one of the things I enjoy is that you actually do demonstrations on your on your on your Instagram yeah. channel. You're actually showing right. them the proper way to do certain exercises, because as you said, you know, the way that a 20 or 30 year old may do a certain um, exercise is probably not going to be the best for a person that's, uh, yeah. that's older. Right. So, and I, and I, I think that you're right. And I like I told the women this last weekend, I said, mm -hmm. don't go into a gym because you worked out 40 years ago and think that you can lift 40 pounds. pounds. I try to teach people mm -hmm. uh, before they hurt themselves or re-injure themselves. Mm -hmm. I try to teach them first. So that's why you'll see me when you see me doing a demonstration, I'm talking mm -hmm. about what I'm doing because mm -hmm. I think pe people should be educated before they get out there. And injure. I know too many people who have injured themselves mm -hmm. thinking that they could do something because someone else done, did it, you know. Well, it's um, so um, I used to be a big um, 
it's going to come to me, but I've worked out for many, many, many years, um, um, body pump. So that was it. I used to be a big body pump fan for 15, 16 years. Mm -hmm. I don't do body pump anymore. And I think it is part of the reason why I have issues with my knees. It, I think it's either, it's a combination of the body pump, which guys, I love body pump. If you have the, if, if you're physically able to do it and you have the stamina and, you know, and your doctor has no problem with you doing it, it's a great way to, to tone up. But again, please don't do it unless you are, your body's, you know, it's the right thing for your body to do. But um, I say that because um, recently I was in the gym and I found myself doing some of the same things. I was like, I know I can do this. I can put this weight on my shoulder. These, you know, this 40 pounds of weight plus maybe the 40 pounds of the actual bar itself. So that's what, 80 pounds. And I'm going to keep, I'm going to do what I've always done. I used to love doing certain movements. And then the very next day, my body, you know, was mm -hmm. saying, no, that's not right for you anymore. Mm -hmm. So um, you are, you're absolutely right that, you know, we, we have to really be careful and make sure that what we're doing is the right thing for our bodies to do. Um, there are people, women my age who can run, um, you know, very long distances. I know people that are much um, older that are doing, it. I know an 80 year old man that is still running, you know, 10, right. 5, 10, 15 miles per day, but that's not, that's right for his body. He's probably been training for a long time. I have no idea what his right. makeup is. I just know that I can't do that. So I just have to figure out what works best for me. So thank you for reminding us about that. You have the right idea. Yes. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I always say work at your level, start mm -hmm. from here and just keep moving up. And you may be able to get back to that but we have a lot of knee problems. Yes, our yes. knee problems come from things like that, or a lot of times it comes from just working for 25, 30 years standing. Yeah. Flight attendants. I live in an area where there are a lot of uh, airline people, mm -hmm. and I've mm -hmm. had a lot of people that work for the airline that mm -hmm. that's standing mm -hmm. for 20, 30 years flying. That That's rough and tough. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a pilot that, mm -hmm you know, had problems with her neck. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all of those things are wear and tear on your body. That's, yeah. you know, age. Because I stay in my lane. I'm not yeah. a runner. And yeah. I don't mind telling people I'm not a runner. Mm -hmm. But I have been an avid walker for 40 years. So yeah. that's my lane. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, 40 years. That's interesting. Okay. Um. Okay, good. So, so, but I do want to quickly add, it's more than likely a combination of the body pump and the fact that I climbed a mountain two or three years ago, two hours up the mountain. So that's, think about all the changes in the terrain, the rocks, and then two hours down. And I think that that, that kind of just did me in. So, um, but you know, I, like I said, I still do it. You just have to prepare your body for it. Yes. God. Yeah. That's good. That's good to know. Um. So another thing I really like about the information that you share online is Again, you share simple pleasures um, or aspirations. Again, you'll just walk up to the camera and say, hey, I was just outside today enjoying the weather or enjoying the outdoors. Um, and so those kinds of, you know, simple pleasures, the way that you pull people in, um, a lot of times people may poo-poo that and not think that that's important, but sometimes reminding people about those simple pleasures can, I won't necessarily say save their lives, but it can help them certainly see things a little bit differently. When did you start posting on Instagram? Um, and, um, and you know, describe any fears that you may have had or any discomfort you had to overcome to keep at it and be consistent, if you had any fears. Well, you have to enjoy 
uh, one thing about Instagram, let me just say that that particular page I've had maybe uh, two, three years, but I've mm -hmm. actually been on Instagram for um, probably nine, 10 years. Mm -hmm. I also have another another page, mm -hmm. but actually originally I got hacked mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was off for uh, about a year doing um, COVID as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And I came back on uh, with, I came back on and Sheila's amazing aging was born that I wanted to really just focus on the aging process. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's been about two plus years, mm -hmm. but I, I, I really never had, I don't have a fear of the camera mm -hmm. and the things that I say that are motivational or inspirational, they really come from the heart. I wake up every morning and I ask God, you know, who can I aspire? Mm -hmm. uh, who can I motivate? Who uh, I ask God to use me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those things just come out. Mm -hmm. You know, I just say, wow, you know. And a lot of times, some things. If I'm, if you see me dressed up, I'm probably more than likely coming from church, and I'm inspired by something that I heard. Or mm. sometimes I love working out in my yard. That's why winter doesn't, you know, so I love doing different exercises. And mm -hmm. if I could motivate people and inspire them, that's what I do. So I really don't have a fear of the camera. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I say, well, maybe I should put this on or maybe I shouldn't put that on or something. So you have to really, uh, mm -hmm. some things that I put on Amazing Age and I might not put on my other page, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm on YouTube and I'm on, on um, what's the other, TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, so I do different things on different things, but mostly all the time is centered around aging and the aging uh, process. You know? okay. mm -hmm. So there are a couple of things. Um, I have two more questions for you, but I really cannot end without you sharing your other handles so people can go check out your other Instagram if you want them to. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, if you're if on Instagram, I'm sure you do um, your TikTok handle and even your YouTube, anything that you'd like to share so people can um, find it what um and we'll make sure that we put it up on the screen okay mm -hmm. well the let me just say my sh other instagram is sheila's fit 50 f-i-f-t-y plus that is my brand um uh, my brand instagram i do a lot of branding like um if i'm cosmetics or mm -hmm. something i need to work on later so i have branding there Mm -hmm. And uh, I do the same thing on TikTok. Sometimes I do branding on there. But mm -hmm. my, uh, so those are my two Instagram pages. Mm -hmm. And they're connected to my Facebook pages, which uh, I have a private one. But the Sheila's Fit 50 Plus, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, but um, Lifestyle Fitness mm -hmm. for Active Adults is my Facebook group mm -hmm. that people can go if they want specifically to focus on fitness. So I know that's a lot because it's a lot for me. <laughs> it depends on what you want. I, uh, but what we're talking about, Sheila's amazing aging, because I believe that we should age amazingly, amazingly in yes. spite of, you know, but because of. Mm -hmm. And uh, so those are, those are my handles and you could put it on later, but uh, I, those were born out of things that I was Feeling, you know, mm -hmm. at the time. But like I said, my other page is more or less a brand ambassador, or I do some fitness there and I do like beauty and fashion and things of that sort. Which, which actually picks up on um, my second to last question for you. And it said, I noticed that you do speak about like posture fit and I think it's shadow or shadow um, on, on your IG account. I'm not sure. Which one is it? 
How do you say is, that? Is she is you talking about the hair product or I believe it is. Yeah. It's S H A D O, I think, or S H I D O. Right. Yeah, that's on, uh -huh. that was on my other page. But the posture fit is mm -hmm. on my amazing aging, and that's mm -hmm. one of my brands. Yeah. Okay. And mm -hmm. so so those are one of your brands, or are they sponsorship? Well, they're deals? another, I'm a brand ambassador for them. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I do posture fit because I'm a real advocate of posture because mm -hmm. posture has to do with our balance and our mm -hmm. lower back pain and all that. So I'm really an advocate of posture. So mm -hmm. I only do things that I believe, one, that my followers would be interested in, mm -hmm. and two, that I believe in. Oh, there it is. Now, so the final question, this is the question that I ask everyone that's on, um, that's a guest on the Age Has No Limit podcast. And that is, what does an age has no limit life look like to you? And it's, again, you've been living an age has no limit life, but I would love to hear how you define an age has no limit life. Hey, what, no, I'm sorry. Say age, that your age, an age has no limit life. What oh, does an age, age has, has no, no limit, limit yeah, life? I, I yeah. saw that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I've been talking about yes, that, but exactly. it really doesn't. You mean I mean I have met so many great people, great mm -hmm. people who are doing great things, mm -hmm. uh, roller skating, all that. And we really, my mom, she uh, now is ninety four, and and we're trying to stop her from driving and everything. So it really, <laughs> it really doesn't. You just have to really feel that in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's hard. I, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, that I'm going to just do everything. But mm -hmm. I know that it's hard to do. A question I just got was, how do you how do you get past the fear of just starting to do something that you want to do? Mm -hmm. And you just have to step out on faith. Mm -hmm. And you just you you and the fear is is, is just something that we have to overcome. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I say about age has no limit, you said it right there. It is no limit. Don't mm -hmm. allow anything or anybody to stop you because you're going to get those naysayers. So just keep going. I mean, people people have uh, have said, not a lot, but some people have said, well, you shouldn't be doing that because you're a grandmother. And I just tell them, big mama don't live here no more. So. <laughs> uh, she so might we live in your house, but <laughs> she don't live here. Grandma's ain't like they used to be, you know. Yes, and so and that might be, and I don't mean that to demean anyone. No, yes, yes. to say that we have options. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have to have the picture in the rocking chair. <laughs> so you know, we can we can yes. sit in a high chair or, or, or high stool or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I'm saying. It's, it is really no, don't limit yourself mm -hmm. by thinking the way other people think. Just take yourself outside of your, your box. You yes, know. Mm -hmm. yes, yes. Well, first of all, uh, thank you again for joining us on the Age Has No Limit podcast. I think you all have heard using Sheila's life as an example that you absolutely must live your fullest life um, without age being a concern, without age being a limitation, which is why, again, the name of this podcast is Age Has No Limit. So I thank you, Sheila, for being yet another example of a person who decided, um, you know, that you're just going to do what moves you, what you feel passionate about. So uh, thanks. If I didn't know if you wanted to close out by sharing anything else about either your Facebook group or anything else that you'd like people to check out, please do that now. Well, I just want to encourage people that 
we all have rhythm and music inside of us. Mm. Don't let the music stay in your body and, you know, just die in your body. You know, mm. let the music sing, sing with your rhythm, do go with your flow. And uh, I'm encouraged to see that so many people are doing that. And I just want to see more people. And I hope that I have given you something mm -hmm. that makes you move forward and move with the spirit. Yes. And that, my friends, is an example of the information and some of the move, some of the words of encouragement and inspiration that you can get when you follow Sheila um, on either of her um, Instagram um, or Facebook um, pages, and of course on YouTube as well. So thanks again, Sheila. Yeah. And I thank you all for listening to another episode of the Age Has No Limit podcast. Um, join us every week. We're going to try to feature someone who is another example of you know, what we believe age has no limit. So thank you all until the next episode. Remember age has no limit. Mm -hmm.